Warning! The following contains massive spoilers for the designated series. Listener discretion is advised. You're listening to The Television Archive, the show where we, the television-loving hordes of the internet, take a deep dive into what used to be in our beloved medium. My name is Thomas Clark, and this is Batman 1966. Today, Discussing season one, episode 13, titled The 13th Hat. Interesting timing on that one. Not sure if that's coincidence or intentional on the part of whoever named these episodes. <laughs> uh, and in this episode, the Mad Hatter goes on a horrific crime spree throughout Gotham City, stealing hats! And also their owners. And Batman and Robin must once again spring into action to save the hats! And also their owners. <laughs> that is, by the way, how they approach this. That is how they talk about the Mad Hatter's crimes throughout this entire episode. They always bring up the hats first and the people second. It's like, oh god, no! The Mad Hatter stolen, like, ten hats! Also, he's kidnapped ten people who the hats belong to. But the hats! Oh, the humanity! <laughs> it really does start to feel like that at a certain point. It is hilarious and stupid, and I love it. Now... As far as this show's interpretation of the character of the Mad Hatter, because this is a comic book-originated villain, rather than just a villain they made up for this show, as far as that interpretation goes, it's fine. I mean, it's not like Mr. Freeze, where they took a character so amazing and neutered it for the purposes of this series. To the point where it's just not the same character, fundamentally speaking. It's just, the Mad Hatter is a crazy dude who likes hats. I mean, yeah, some of the more... Some of the more noteworthy elements of that character have been taken away. But fundamentally speaking, the Mad Hatter, as he's presented in this series, has all the same foundations as the Mad Hatter in uh, the comics and other... Medium, so it, it's fine. I'm okay with it. I mean, is the Mad Hatter, like, a good quote-unquote villain? Do I put him on the level of the Joker, or the Penguin, or the Riddler in this series? No. He's, he's fine. He's not a great villain, but I wouldn't classify him as a who-gives-a-shit villain either. Uh, mainly because of his comic book origins, but mostly because he's just fine. He's fine. There's nothing wrong with him. Uh, it's a decent interpretation. David Wayne gives a pretty good performance. I'm okay with it. I can live with it. Uh, the episode itself, though, 
is actually fairly slow. Not a lot happens until, like, the last five minutes. The last five minutes of this episode is when it actually starts to get entertaining, and everything before it is set up for that one sequence, it feels like. So you have the opening sequence of this episode. Uh, Mad Hatter's going around stealing the hats and their owners uh, with the little mesmerizing thing in his hat. Uh, kidnapping a bunch of people. Uh, you see like a chef. You see two other people. I mostly care about the chef because that's so noticeable. <laughs> uh, and then the self-loathing GCPD, you're like, oh my god, there's a pattern of stealing hats and their owners. It has to be the Mad Hatter. And Batman put him away before, so let's call Batman. He was a witness at Mad Hatter's trial, so let's call Batman. Because we can't do anything ourselves. Uh, Bruce and Dick are marveling, or marbling rather, at a, uh, at a bust that Bruce got from Italy. Uh, when uh, Alfred comes in and says, hey, Batphone. They almost bring it to action, but then Aunt Harriet, like the annoying idiot she is, comes in and is like, what, what tea should I prepare for this gathering we're having later today? And Bruce is like, eh, just, just pick one. We gotta go bird watching. That's the excuse, bird watching. It's weak, it's weak. Uh, but anyway, they go down the poles, they go in the Batmobile. They, uh, they have a conversation with the commissioner about the Mad Hatter and about how that original trial went. And then after that, we cut to the Mad Hatter's lair and we get a little extended look at his plan. So apparently... The people he is kidnapping are the jurors who convicted him. Not sure how no one has made that connection throughout this entire episode. Seems like something you would have picked up on immediately. But whatever. Who cares? He's stealing the jurors. Putting the hats on like replicas of them. And he also plans... To steal Batman's cowl. So he will have killed Batman and exposed him too. So he will have the 13 hats. The 12 jurors and the star witness who convicted him. Uh, and then he goes into his hat factory and shows off a little conveyor belt thingy. That will supposedly just flat out. Murder Batman. It's weird because... They sort of go out of their way... To show us... Every single piece of this machine. It's almost like beating over you over the head that... Hey, this is gonna be the cliffhanger. Right here. We're, we are showing you the cliffhanger. Right now. But then it doesn't end up being the cliffhanger. I forget this arc, so I don't know... If it comes back in the second part, but... Man. Why? 
Why show us this? Why show us this huge death trap if it's not going to be the cliffhanger? That's very odd. And of course, he still has the jurors kidnapped, waiting patiently while he collects everyone else. Meanwhile, Batman and Robin are interrogating this one hat check girl who is really dumb. Uh, they get a call that, uh, hey, Mad Hatter's been spotted at this one place, this one fancy hat shop where presumably his 11th victim is going to be. So Batman and Robin race over there, and they just miss him. They literally just miss him. They're like seconds behind Mad Hatter. They are like seconds after Mad Hatter pulls away, the Batmobile pulls in. It's really, really bizarre, the timing on that. But anyway, Batman and Robin rush in. Uh, they talked to this one woman who was uh, working with the lady who got kidnapped. Uh, the lady who got kidnapped was helping her try on hats. This woman's annoying. Uh, she starts talking about the incident, but then she gets on this huge side tangent about how much she adores Batman's cowl. She asks if it's available in another color. It's really stupid. Uh, but Batman and Robin discover, or rather, the femme fatale of the Ark, give Batman and Robin this one card that may serve as a clue to the Mad Hatter's next target. Uh, it's a card for Octo... Octa... I don't know. Something Marbo. Mar Marbo? Octo Marbo? Octo Marbo? Who cares? It's an artist. It's a sculptor. Who 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 gives a crap? So they go back to the bat cave and they piece together that oh the kidnappings have been done in a pattern and Octa Octo Octa Marbo whatever is the next, has to be the next target on that pattern. So they go there to uh, his little art studio place. Mad Hatter kidnaps Marbo just before they get there, takes his place. So he's sort of in this very unconvincing disguise as this sculptor. Batman and Robin rush in. They interrogate Marbo. And then, because Marbo is working on a statue of Batman, Marbo derails the conversation by saying, there's one problem I'm having with this. It's the head. Perhaps if you would remove your cowl, I could better sculpt it. You can go in the dressing room. You can remove your cowl there, and the boy Runder can bring it out. And Batman's like, okay. 
And they go in the dressing room. Mad Hatter sets the stage for capturing Batman and his cowl. And Batman and Robin in the dressing room are like, yeah, no, that's Mad Hatter. That's obviously Mad Hatter. And the thing that gave him away was not the unconvincing disguise, but the fact that the cowl was the first thing Marbo finished. And he was very pleased with it. So Batman and Robin jump at her and are like, We're on to you, Mad Hatter! And Mad Hatter's like, Brawr! Fight! And so there's a big fight. Boom, bam, pow, zap, zoink. All the words, all the things. And this fight sequence ends in what is actually our cliffhanger. Which is actually fairly underwhelming, if I'm being totally honest. So Mad Hatter tries to zap Batman with the Mesmerizer. Batman holds up a mirror. And he has some big name for it, but it's just a mirror. It's a handheld mirror. Shaped like a bat, because why not? Uh, but the Mesmerizer ricochets to Robin. So Batman just mesmerized Robin. Idiot! And uh, some more fighting between Batman and Mad Hatter. And then, Batman gets a bunch of plaster dumped on him. And Mad Hatter's like, this is perfect. As the plaster hardens, Batman will become trapped. And I can use that to form a replica of his cowl. And then I can also kill Batman, killing two birds with one stone. <laughs> and then that's where it ends. So Batman's not going through that elaborate death trap for the cliffhanger. Uh, he's just gotten covered in plaster. Like I said, the last five minutes of this episode are where all the action is at. The last five minutes of this episode is where all the actual entertainment is at. The rest of the episode is just set up for that one scene. The rest of the episode is just like, well, what's happening? What's going on? What's the Mad Hatter's plan? Oh, now we can have a confrontation and actually provide some enjoyment in this episode. That's basically how it ends up going. But overall, I would say this is still a decent enough episode. Like, it's not, <laughs> again, certainly not as bad as the Mr. Freeze arc or the Zelda arc that happened last week. So far, I'm actually enjoying this week in my Batman 1966 viewing. It's actually fun. But it's like, again, it's not the best, it's not the worst either. Uh, we'll find out what happens tomorrow. Same bat time, same bat channel. If you like this, favorite station, anchor.fm slash TV archive, so that you can be here every single Monday through Friday as I go through every single episode of this and other shows. Feel free to call into the station. As well, it's as simple as just a push of a button in the Anchor app. I will play those on the show from time to time, if you feel so inclined to send those in. You can also find this show as a podcast on pretty much whatever podcatcher you prefer. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram, TomTom4468, and support the show. Patreon.com slash Thomas Clark. Pledge just a dollar a month. I appreciate everything I get through there. Tomorrow we will be discussing Season 1, Episode 14. Talk to you then.